Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Disney Plus or Minus podcast, which Danielle and I just discussed a second ago is our 23rd episode. And her first thought was, it's our Michael Jordan episode. And my first thought was that Miley Cyrus song. So different wavelengths, but that's okay. You don't know that Miley Cyrus song? What Miley Cyrus song? It's called 23. (laughs) On my 23rd birthday, like four people posted it on my Facebook wall, which is a lot because who uses Facebook anymore? I was just going to say on your 23rd birthday, people were still posting on your Facebook wall. (laughs) Yeah, at least four people. (laughs) That's so much for such a specific thing. I don't know this song, but I'm going to have to go listen to it after this. Go listen to it. Yeah. I feel like it may have been on her Bangers album. Mm, I didn't really listen to that album. Oh, I definitely did. (laughs) Was that like Jay's on my feet? Yes, same okay. album, same vibe. Get right, okay, cool. Um, by the way, it's me, Danielle. Hi. Um, did you introduce yourself? I don't even remember. I- I'm Natalie. Okay, great. And now, now the people know. <laughs> now the people know, but hopefully this doesn't confuse them too much because we've got a third guest today, um, or one guest who is a third person. Is that yes, how you would that introduce one. <laughs> that, It's the one. <laughs> one more person. Who is it? We have three guests today. <laughs> it's so a fucking party. Keep up with the voices. <laughs> no, we have one guest today um, who is the very own uh, Christina, my lovely sister. Hello. The very own. Hello. <laughs> Hi. How's it going? Welcome Good. to the pod. Thanks for having me on, guys. I've been so excited to do this. So I, when when Danielle was like, oh, what movie should we do? I My first thought was... I had an idea of a movie and then I was like, oh, I have to tell Danielle to tell Christina to do this. Because I remember when we first came up with the podcast, Danielle was like, Christina said, if we ever do this movie, she'd, she'd like to guest, <laughs> guest host. And I remembered that 23 episodes later. 23 episodes later, which is like almost a year. Literally on my time hop today, um, I got like our first pictures for like the 13th year and all the shit that we saved for that on my phone. Um, so we're, we're coming up on that on that one yeah, year did, anniversary didn't i just send you last week the uh the day we invented our logo our logo i know so recent so cute i know on my time hop a few weeks ago i got when you applied with your fake resume to be a decom like <laughs> host what, of some sort <laughs> because someone posted it on twitter and i had way too much time on my hands um and <laughs> made a fake resume and was like yes i'd love to be on this podcast this this disney channel podcast you're trying to create they never got back to me and so i made one of my own and here we are <laughs> yeah. wow when was yeah. this like a month ago like last year yeah, probably. probably yeah like yeah. around the same time oh it was like when Disney. Ago. yeah it was like when i, Disney was, like, I was 16 out. oh my god no it was like <laughs> not saying like we stole the idea just saying because we took it and made it better but like you know we it, didn't it take the, the idea at the all is flowing for sure we didn't steal and this is not similar to anyone's idea nothing oh. like this exists on the market zero things not zero <laughs> there's no one has totally any podcast. original idea <laughs> All right, let's go to the movie that we're doing. Do you want yes. to intro it, Danielle? Because I went in to make the document as I usually do, and it was just there and ready I already for me, did it, <laughs> and it made me so happy. So why the don't only you do this? reason it was already done was because I needed to share it with Christina like before I forgot, so I <laughs> yeah. did it for that. Um, but yes, because I was also very excited for this movie, um, and I'll, I think I even talked about this in my pre-movie thoughts a little bit, but I'll come back to that. The movie that we are doing this week is. Brink. And I say it like that because it has an exclamation point in the title. (laughs) It does. Wait, do you know what this reminds me of? Sorry, I was just thinking of this the other day. Whenever I grade kids' work on Google Classroom and I like leave them feedback, I I like to put exclamation points to emphasize things. Yeah. But if the sentence ends with a number, because I teach math, and then I put an exclamation point, I think, Hmm. Are the kids going to think I meant five factorial? They won't (laughs) think that. They never will. But it crosses my mind every time and I chuckle. And so sorry, this just reminded me of that. Okay. So I I love that. Interrupting. Reviewing Brink Factorial today. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Brink Factorial. Brink Factorial. That's That's what it is. Fantastic. And that's the math bus for the day. We're done. (laughs) 
that's pretty close. Um, so here's what Disney Plus says. An inline skater quits his crew to join a corporate-sponsored team. Already corporate. We hate it. Um, <laughs> initial release, August 29th, 1998. Fun fact, this is like one of the first DCOMs in that like DCOM era. Um, the genres are coming of age, sports, and drama. A lengthy runtime of an hour and 30 minutes. A 76 audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, which is just A+. plus. You got, it's so Amazing. good. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty high for DCOM, that, that is right? pre- That's one definitely. of the high. That may be, uh, I feel like maybe we got a 79 once. That's definitely one know. of the higher. Definitely one of the ones. highest. I promised yeah. by the 25th episode that I would have the stats ready. We're not there <laughs> you're yet. Running so. out of time. You're running out <laughs> oh, of time. Oh, I know. But like, it's there. I know. Trust me. Like, I got it. Um, okay. <laughs> it's in the back of your mind. Yeah. Year anniversary or something. There you go. Yeah. She thinks. She thinks. <laughs> Folks, you she didn't thinks. hear that. It's a surprise. You hadn't, you didn't hear that. Okay. Um, Natalie, so, you start us off. I'm going to do <laughs> exactly. And, and you will quickly learn why she's asking me to start first. I said, would you believe I never saw this one before? <laughs> and I would say in a normal context, I wouldn't be ashamed of that. But sitting with you two, I'm not physically with you two because, you know, it's pandemic happening. But yeah, <laughs> sitting with you two, I am I am ashamed of this. Um, I said, I think I'm a touch too young to have seen it when it first came out. Um, and I think that maybe the reason you did so many times is because both your siblings were older. Yeah, possibly. yeah, it helps. No, it um, helps. But I definitely heard of it over the years and I wanted to see it. It just never happened. So glad it happened now. That's my very brief pre-movie thoughts. I love it. Um, I'm a hop in. And one, yes, I think a lot of what I've watched and seen in my life is because I have two older sisters. So it helps because truly when this movie came out, I was four. I don't think I was like watching Brink at age four, but whatever. Um, But anyway, this is one of my all-time favorite Disney Channel original movies. It's an absolute classic in our household. Um, And I think that there are so many elements of like the classic decom in this movie. There's like sports, there's like the turmoils of friendship, there's hardship, there's resolve. I like to think that this was like a blueprint for future decoms. Um, And it's also been entire, yeah. It's been entirely too long since I've watched it. And this was going to be like one of the first things I watched when Disney Plus came out also about a year ago. But like very soon after Disney Plus came out, we like talked about this podcast and I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait until we cover it on the podcast to watch it. So I've waited all this time (laughs) to watch it. You waited a full year. (laughs) A full year. A full year for you (laughs) and for all you people, for all you listeners, I waited. Um, So yeah, so I'm very excited to say the least. Christina, go for it. So... When Danielle told me we were doing Brink, I was, like, very excited, but I was also really nervous because I do remember this being as, like, the absolute goat of DCOMs for me, (laughs) and I really wanted it to hold up, and I, after watching a few of them uh, or hearing the podcast and hearing how they didn't hold up anymore, I was like, oh, no, I really (laughs) hope it's cringy. So I don't remember a lot about the plot, but I do remember there were puppies and that Christina Vidal was in it, and she just a apparently new york queen did you know she was from whitestone i had no idea she was from queens i didn't yeah so. no and i feel i think that in the first fi- within the first five minutes of the movie all three of us comment on her which is amazing <laughs> yeah obviously <laughs> i thought i was gonna be the only one too. no i love her um and then i also just i remember eric von denton being in this movie and then afterwards they like tried to market him as like this like heartthrob of a person but that after like I I was like thinking about it I'm like what happens to all these like decom leads like it makes me just wonder like I feel like it was almost like a death sentence for some of these people's acting careers because if you look back on it like not a lot of people went on to like go do like bigger noteworthy movies after very good point it is I don't know I mean Shia LaBeouf but that's about it yeah I guess but but he also had issues with being a child star. So. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah, he's a mess. We don't love him. Um, yeah. And I would say, like, yeah, the, the, the obvious standouts are, like, you know, Lizzie McGuire. Like, granted, she wasn't, like, a decom, but, like, Disney yeah, Channel but show. That was the difference. Like, Raven. Like, they had shows. They had shows, like, yeah. If you were in a Disney Channel original movie, like, you didn't go on to do that many different things. Except I know. Except for Zena. What was her name? Uh, oh, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Kristen you know what? Something. This is this is a very good point you guys bring up because I would say a year or two back, 
and I think I sent this to Danielle, some guy came up on my hinge and one of his things was that he was in a decom and I didn't know who the fuck he was. So clearly, <laughs> clearly, uh, yeah, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't do much for you. Wait, that's such an interesting point to put in your hinge profile. <laughs> yeah. And I messaged him and I was like, Hey, I have a podcast. Like which one were you in? And all he wrote back was, wow, podcast seems so cool. And I was like, great. Avoiding the question entirely. <laughs> so like, oh, okay. you are I an mean, extra. This yeah, is he fake. Was an extra. <laughs> this is a, a fake comment. He was like, that's... shit, someone actually knows what decoms are. <laughs> of course. It's rude that he would think otherwise. Really funny. I, I feel like I probably still have that photo saved or even in our message thread. Please find it. I don't yeah. remember that. So please find it. <laughs> it was a while, but it was a while back. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to get us started here, which is truly my favorite thing to comment on ever, which is we start the movie with a total bra, B-R-A-H, <laughs> um, Andy Brink, and he's eating chocolate syrup from the bottle. Can't relate, but good for you. And rushing to possibly Venice Beach. It's very unclear, um, but a total bra. Wouldn't you agree? I would totally agree. Uh, so here's my question. So you're saying he's a bra, aka like a, a surfing, because he's yes. like in like California type deal. Yes. Okay. Yes. No, that's valid. I I think it's still hard to tell where he falls on the bra bra scale. Um, but honestly, not he's not a bra. Definitely not a bra. Definitely not a bra. But here's like, the thing. I mean, I would say the scale is more like one of those trio Venn diagrams, right? Mm, and they mm-hmm. have overlap areas. Yes. And I would say he's somewhere between a bra and a bra. I mean, a bra and a bra, but. <laughs> I would say he's more for me, bra than bra. That that's valid. That's valid. I'll take that. I just said all those words, and I don't know what it's going to sound like. <laughs> it made sense in my head. Yeah. Great. Perfect. <laughs> I would also like to point out that in this opening scene, um, the person who mentioned they were going to Venice Beach was his little sister Katie, who is the same little sister from Smart House, I believe. So, like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> Danielle. I also commented on this, and I was like, oh my god, I figured this out. No one else is going to have noticed this. Where do I know her from? She's the sister from Smart House. Damn it, you noticed it sooner than I did. Yeah, I was like, I know this face. Like, I had to look it up which movie she was from, but I was like, she's absolutely in another decom that we like just did, I feel, which granted it was yeah. not one that we just did, but yeah. It was she's, number two, right? <laughs> I think so, yeah. So just Isn't did a year like ago. Years later? Um, I don't know. Maybe. I feel she like Smart play, House. She definitely played like a similar age girl. A similar, <laughs> yep. Similar she looks like she's the same age. I'm going to fact check that. Brink, very easily fact check. Brink came out in two, 1998. Uh, 1998 and mm-hmm. Smart House came out in 1999. Oh, there oh, you go. Okay. Well, never mind then. I guess I also again. just, I love So like she was the... just cranking out the decons at that <laughs> yeah. point in her life. They're just like, oh, we still have this girl on roll. Cool. Call her. We'll just pull her in. She was a great little sister. Right. Get her in here. Um, so we also see him he's just like rushing out of his house he uh, after filling his mouth with chocolate syrup like a you know weirdo um that's his ideal breakfast and he runs out the house and he's going to meet his friends who are clearly waiting for him and he they're like you know hinting that he's late they're missing the bus whatever and we see these like three friends um one of which is this is where i first <laughs> discover <laughs> christina vidal who man oh man what is she such a crush like i just love her and like yeah i'm looking at natalie's comments yes that is the girl from freaky friday oh yeah yeah like so good just (laughs) pictures of her in that uh i don't know what their band is called in freaky friday i wish i knew but you know that's all i can picture in my head but she's great um but then we meet two other yes i'm sorry can i point out before she even they even get to the bus stop that this movie has so much ska (laughs) <laughs> does it <laughs> yes. is that like the background to everything oh yeah every single montage most of it was ska and there was like full-on trumpets and like <laughs> all i wanted to do was be like kick it up, kick it, up. It, it was just like amazing and i was like wow i'm just like i don't i don't know i don't remember decoms including ska but it was just fantastic and i was here for it like what more can i want I love it. I love it. I know. I feel like this was, again, still that, like, golden age before they had, like, a real, like, recipe for decoms where they just, like, put them in and spit them out. And, like, there was still that little flair. Mm -hmm. That's what I felt. Like, very quintessential 90s also. And the fashion is just, Mm. like, as I was watching, I was like, this is actually all so relevant right now. It's, like, so weird. It's all the stuff that's, like, coming back. Yeah, like, all, like, the stuff that, like, people thrift and and everything. Like, they truly are trying to look like, like you said, it was the blueprint. It was the blueprint for so much. (laughs) (laughs) It's underrated, honestly. Yeah. 
And on top of the fashion, he also has a Walkman, which like I remember having those after walking with that after school. I had Oops, I Did It Again CD on mine. The fucking classic CD. Yeah. I love that. I feel like that was also 98. What a good timely, timely insertion. Um, cool. So yeah, he's like late to the bus stop. And we not only do we see Christina Vidal, my favorite Gabriella, but he has two other friends, uh, Jordy and Peter. And Peter, who I did not know his name until like halfway into the movie. Um, Truly. <laughs> really hard to figure out. For some I, actually, I actually wanted to comment on him at one point and I had to go to the IMBD to figure it out. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it took way too long. Um, but anyway, Jordy is like very silly and I don't know he just like from the first time we meet him he just gave me like these lovely wholesome vibes and I'll I'll bring this up again um but yeah so basically he gets there and they're like oh bro we're late to the skate park we're not gonna be able to get there in time he's like did you wake up today and say today I'm gonna talk or today I'm gonna skate um (laughs) and so he convinces them um Brink slash Andy convinces his friends to instead of taking the bus and waiting for the bus to get to the skate park they're gonna just skate all the way um, and by the way, they're I insert not- a com- yes. I, I need to insert a comment mm-hmm. on this. When they start skating to the skate park, they have helmets, elbow pads, wrist yes. guards, yes. knee pads. My question is, would a bra wear any of this? Because I think no. I I, th- I had I think questions. Sometimes, honestly. Honestly, no skateboarder that I know wears <laughs> any of that. Um, but maybe inline skating is a, you know attracts a different kind of person. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Like the the one loved the commitment to safety, and I just appreciate that for them. But like, yeah, these are not uh, bra skaters. You know, they're not skateboard skaters. They're inline skaters. So it's a, it's a whole different breed. It seems like they have a different outlook on on life. You know, so maybe they just really want to be safe and yeah, have a great time when they skate. You know, part of that uniform or something. <laughs> it's a lot though they have like the the stuff on their hands their elbows like everywhere like it's it's everywhere (laughs) does does that mean it's time for us to invent a fourth category oh my god (laughs) what does that even look like i'm thinking brit like yeah (laughs) (laughs) maybe so these are these are a combination of bra and bra but ones that care about their safety and well-being (laughs) Mm -hmm. pretty much right so yeah. these are, he's a Brit. He's a Brit. Yeah, because you're right. Uh, I would say bras are like a, a little reckless. They just, they go into right. the ocean. Like, that's fucking scary. You're and right. bras are like also reckless. I mean, did you see the uh, fucking Johnny Tsunami? They just... Oh, I saw it. There was a <laughs> lot of danger in that movie. There was. Anyway, this is um, one of the first 18 skate montages that we get. Oh, yeah. Uh- <laughs> so many. <laughs> And I loved and the thing it. Is they're they're doing tricks and they have lots of skills. Yes. Okay. Oh my yeah, god. That was that was something I've noticed. I was like, for people who don't seem like they skate to the park, they sure know how to do it. Like they're super mm-hmm. professional, like grinding rails and like they knew where they had to like all the shortcuts. And I was like, I thought you took right. the bus every time. <laughs> <laughs> like this is the first time you've done this. Also, yeah. I meant to look this up and I'm mad that I didn't. I needed to know if there were like stunt doubles or if they just like got actors who also knew how to skate or like taught them some things. Like, I don't know, like I'm sure for some things, but it was so convincing. I don't know. It was, I didn't even question it, honestly. There you go. I think it was them. I think they all knew how to skate. (laughs) Yeah, they all, it was all them. (laughs) Also, they were pretty generic looking white kids for the most part, with the exception of Christina. So yeah, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> okay, so one thing that happens when they're at the skate park is there's this guy from a magazine there, and they're kind of like, oh, is he, what's he here for? Like, is he here to watch us? Like, hint, hint. Didn't know there was a specific inline skating magazine, but hey. <laughs> there's I guess one, there's from, one for everything. <laughs> I guess from the Queen's Gambit, I learned there's a chess-specific magazine, so oh. it's really one for everything. Yeah, good there for them. Go. <laughs> and then we learned, yikes, they're not there to watch them. They're there to watch this sponsored team, X-Blades, which oh, all I could yeah. think of was Beyblades, which greatest <laughs> toy ever. <laughs> so random. Oh, my God. But come on. Am I wrong? I know you're not wrong. Uh, also, I would just like to point out that Team X-Blades, like, they rolled up and they have, like, matching uniforms head to toe, black and yellow, just, like, it's, it, I'm just going to throw it out there. They don't look cool. <laughs> they don't look cool. It's not no, cool. They, you're right. 
It's really fucking they don't look cool at all. And the least the least cool part about them is their captain, this kid Val, and he's oh my god, largest jerk of all time. Actually, truly a sociopath. I think. Yeah, I hate him throughout the movie. He has like he has crazy eyes. He does. Yeah, he definitely does look like very sinister when he yeah. speaks and everything. He's weird. And so like. He, you know, his coach is like, you know, we got to get these kids off the, like, you know, the park. Like, we need to, you know, photograph ourselves or whatever. And Val's like, oh, I'll get them off. Like, I'm friends with them. And he goes and he just, like, intentionally makes Brink fall. He, like, eats uh, shit. Like, it was really, um, re- like, he could have hurt himself so bad. Like, he specifically, like, tried to trip him and fucking, it made me so mad. <laughs> right. And so then there's, like, a little, you know, interaction between the, you know, Brink and his three friends and Val and his three teammates. And then Brink and his teammates leave and they go over to the skateboarders. And I thought oh this my was God. hysterical. It is. And he's like, I didn't know skateboarders were like good for nothing. Like, you know, untalented, whatever the hell he <laughs> said. And the guy's like, what? And he's like, no, I didn't say that. Like that guy over there told me and I didn't believe him, which is, <laughs> And then the guy's like, he said what? Like, yes. If a kid tells you another kid says something about you, you sh- as an adult should go beat that kid up. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> Also, I thought it was just really funny that, like, they went over to the skateboarders and they all kind of look like 30-year-old, like, men. Yeah. With, like, smash mouth glasses on. Yes. Yes. I don't know. They just all look so lame and, like, totally not, like, uh, I don't know, cool skateboarders. And I was like, is this, like, the film crew when they just ask them to, like, (laughs) oh, my God, (laughs) like, throw some, baggy pants on and pretend to be skateboarders? I don't know. (laughs) the director... Yeah, right. The director was throwing shade at skateboarding. For sure. Oh, wow. Conspiracy theory. Did he have (laughs) that? Is that's (laughs) my conspiracy theory for skateboarders? (laughs) My absolute favorite part of this whole interaction is the fact that the photographer who was there to take pictures of them still continues to take photos as the skateboarders come and like have this altercation (laughs) with X Blades. That's going to be featured on page 45. I love it. I love it. So um, Brink, Brink goes home. He walks in his house and he goes, yo, what's up, fam? <laughs> same. Honestly, same. same. And dad goes, it's just not normal. That's all. I know. This dad has some, has some gripes with his poor little son who's just like a happy, oh. lucky guy. Like, he's just so happy. And I'm like, let him live. Like, I don't know. Like, because Brink was like excited to go to school and like the little sister wasn't. And he's like, why can't he be normal? Like Katie, like she doesn't want to go to school. I'm like, what What do you want for your children? I'm so confused. So do you know the the realization that came through th- throughout this movie is, you know how many times I've said I've hated the dad in DCOMs? Yes. Yeah. He's my least favorite dad. Oh my God, oh, wow. really? I feel yes. like we've had worse dads. I despise him. Huh. I mean, he was just really not cool off the bat. So That's I true. can see that. Like, there literally, I wrote down like, "What is his problem?" <laughs> like, <I don't, laughs> you know, it's like, why can't his son be happy? Like, there was no reason for him to like, you know, just like be angry. His it, like, yeah. he made him a bad lunch on purpose, and was like, "What would make you so upset?" And he like said like, "Oh, bologna on like with cheese or something." And he's like, "Well, that's what I made you." And then he's like, "Oh, sweet." And <laughs> like i don't understand what's wrong with him right oh my god (laughs) so the last thing that we that's like kind of important here to mention is that we learned something about his family more specifically his dad um is that he's out of work because he had like some back injury um so that's just like a point plot point that they keep bringing up um is that he's trying to get back to work but he just he can't do it just yet um because of his back uh yeah so we go to school it's the first day of school and Gabby shows up in a dress, and the boys are just <laughs> truly shook. And she's like, my mom wanted me to wear this, blah, blah, blah. I honestly thought this was going to end up being a bigger point in the movie, like a conflict with her interests and yeah. what her mom wants, but it wasn't. But okay, sure. So she shows them in a dress, and they are shook. Um, and Val and his crew show up, and they do what I thought only happened in the borough of Brooklyn in New York. They take Pete's shoes and they throw them onto a phone line. And I thought, like, you know this thing where you tie the laces together and then you throw them up and they get caught. I honestly, for some reason, thought that only occurred in Brooklyn. It was like a Brooklyn thing. What? I don't know. I don't know. Really? <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> I really thought it was a Brooklyn thing. Okay, this I don't know if I'm completely wrong. Isn't that like a, a universal community sign right. for like there's drugs? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, that's what I had thought. Yeah, yeah. So I heard that too, but also it's a thing that kids do to bully other kids. <laughs> that's like oh. such a rude thing to do. First yeah. of all, like yeah, of course your shoes are expensive. Yeah, and then you have to like spend the day not wearing shoes. Like what? Right. I don't. Luckily, uh, it reminds me of when I kicked someone out of my house from a house party and I told her to leave and she didn't have shoes on. Oh, she walked no. to the bus without shoes. Oh, oh no. no. Oh my God. It's one of my favorite stories ever. I just was so mad and I was like, get the fuck out. <laughs> and she was like, uh, and just left without her shoes because I didn't give her time to get her shoes. Oh, wow. She threw up on the curtain. She did some other stuff. Oh, oh right. we don't yeah. love that. All right, that's no. fine. She did some other things. <laughs> I was like, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> and the next wow. day, they were like, yeah, she walked to the bus without shoes. And I was like, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, in like the history of throwing shoes on a phone line like that, like, do you think anybody could actually get it on their first try like he did? Absolutely oh, not. No, okay. no. Pure luck. Pure luck. <laughs> that bothered yeah. me. It was yeah. like, mm, that's no. unrealistic. I guess we could have found, we could have calculated and found like the parabola of the trajectory of his oh, throw, but we could have. We didn't. But we didn't. <laughs> we didn't. It was really yeah, quick. Um, so here's the, the ending of this I- issue is that like there's clearly like now there's like starting from the skateboarding incident and this like there's clearly beef between these two groups of friends and the absolute worst insult gets thrown around which is being a wuss wuss. uh (laughs) they (laughs) hate when they call each other wusses and like they're like you're not gonna say anything right because like that would make you a wuss and they're like ooh. so like i don't know there now there's this war between these two groups of friends slash like skating groups and posses yep and everyone's a wuss if they tattle so this is the scene (laughs) so now we do what disney consistently does which is they go to their first day of class and by the way the dad i mean the the dad yes the teacher is the dad from even steven so everyone and their mother is in this movie (laughs) yep and they are having a full-on lesson during the first day of school which (laughs) where does this happen not okay any school i've seen disney consistently does this and it just so happens (laughs) that that lesson was about earthworms Mm. and so brink comes up with the bright idea of taking some earthworms to get back at val and so we get like this scene with music in the background yes yeah yep always they basically finesse getting the worms into val's sandwich it's val bites the sandwich and he eats worms and it's disgusting it's disgusting it's really it's so gross like and of course val is pissed off yeah and then he goes to like try and like say something and they hold up these signs that say don't be awful <laughs> i fucking died i don't know why the signs just killed me i it was loved so it. funny yeah um and so basically val is like all right so i guess we're gonna race to decide if we keep messing with each other he's like if i win i could do whatever i want to you if you win i'll stop messing with you or something like that yeah and brings like you know skating's not allowed at school like as if that <laughs> no. was gonna stop like yeah whatever so they decide to race and they as if they've never skated at school before they have this whole obstacle course I was set up for themselves gonna say that. i was <laughs> yeah, like right? okay but they just like came up with this fucking relay race out of nowhere like who like, set this up cans. like they know exactly yeah where they have to go exactly <laughs> I was like, how do they just know this it's just like ingrained in their right. brain whatever and uh toward the end of the relay which is right before the the what is it called the last two the legs the, what anchor. uh, the anchor the leg, anchors yeah. right before the anchors who are val and brink get relayed off to mm-hmm. boomer who's from val's team falls and gets really badly hurt and brink like stops and is like dude are you okay when he easily could have just gone and won the race yeah but he's so kind and- right and this is the theme that would keep coming up yes like Brink just like just wants everyone to be happy and like he even he calls over a teacher he makes sure that he's like okay he like gives him tips of like how to he's like don't move whatever and then you've got like the the fucking opposite over here Val's like Boomer you wuss <laughs> yeah <laughs> Boomer you also I'd like to point out Boomer was a Power Ranger okay so really is, oh my yes, god yeah oh my god yeah I remember uh in the beginning I saw Val and I was like something about him telling me he might have been a Power Ranger and then I saw Boomer and I was like oh no he was definitely a Power Ranger I think he was the Red Ranger 
ranger in like one of the earlier wow oh my god <laughs> so that's very not exciting a wuss. <laughs> not wow. a wuss not a wuss not a wuss Love that. But because Brink calls over the nurse to look at Boomer, they all get suspended. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, the dad is pissed. Pissed. <laughs> and so, like, Brink is, like, trying to explain the situation to his dad using, like, slang or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the dad is the ultimate Boomer and not the not And like not Boomer. And, boomer. Yeah, boomer not. is not the ultimate Boomer. The, yeah. dad is. the dad is. And, like, I, I guess that what the dad is trying to say is, like, Brink, like Brink and I can't communicate because we speak a different language, essentially. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I get it. You got dissed and you ate beef, <laughs> you okay? Dissed, <laughs> <and you> ate <laughs> beef. Yeah. Okay, Boomer. It's true. Literally, okay, Boomer. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. There also is this moment, again, of the dad's talking to the mom and they were, like, talking about, um, oh, God, sorry, on the way home, their car, like, stalls or whatever. And so, like, they have issues with their car and so he's, like, really pissed about that. So when he gets home, he's, like, talking to the mom and he's just like, yeah, we got to pay $900 for the car. We have to spend $300 on Katie's night brace. Like, did you sell any houses today? And she was like, no. So, like, there's clearly this theme of, like, they're struggling for money a little bit. The dad's still out of work and they just, I don't know, they, they need help. But, like, the mom's, like, we're fine like bro you couldn't like walk six months ago and like now you're great so like let's be thankful for that and he's like no bills um so that's well he also saying. adds in my least favorite thing ever which is when he's like talking about the money he goes and on top of all that your son was suspended yeah. from school today like yeah. i didn't like, like that either uh, i didn't notice that oh, oh yeah. i did i hated that like um okay Gross. so you have no responsibility for it cool no um so anyway, we get to school the next day, right? And basically we find out that because Boomer is hurt, the X-Blades will need a new teammate. Mm-hmm. Um, and Val has this plot, which is basically to try to use reverse psychology to get um, Brink to join the team, to basically tell him, we don't want you, you can't even try out. But in reality, he's the one they're gunning for. I didn't realize that in this moment. I Oh, I think I did. <laughs> I definitely didn't. I was just like, so you literally just came over to tell them that they weren't invited to tryouts to, I don't know. I was just like, like, I just said it added to me, it just added to his dick personality of like, yeah, we need somebody, <laughs> but none of you. And I hate you all. Like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't pick that up until they literally explained it. And it was like, you think he'll show? And then you just, yeah, yeah, he definitely will. So I'm just like, oh, okay. So you're not alone there. <laughs> yeah. And the thing that made him that was like most interesting was because he was explaining like, Oh, we get all this cool gear. Cause we're like a sponsored team and we also get paid. Um, you know, like the money's like really enticing and like, right. you can kind and of, of tell, course, right. Brink having just overheard his dad complaining about money was like, you know, perked up a little bit at that. Yep, exactly. But then uh, all the other kids are like, nah, we skate for fun. We're soul skaters. soul skaters. Val is a sellout. So like, yeah, soul skaters throughout the entire movie. Right. Um, so they clearly like hate this idea. Yeah. So we're at their training session the next day, the soul skaters and Brink is like, Oh, I have to leave early or whatever. And they're like, no dude, like you can't like, we're training for the invitational. Like we have to session is what they call it. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's going to try out for the other team. So he can't tell them where he's going. Um, And he shows up to tryouts and there's like a hundred people there and they hate all of them. Yeah. They somehow like literally don't like a single person (laughs) that tried out for them. None of them are good enough. (laughs) And Brink shows up and, you know, they play this game of, like, they don't want him there, but really they do. They let him try out. He has 30 seconds to try out and he kills it. <laughs> Which is, like, what a like, – clearly he's spe- something special because, like, that's a lot of pressure to just come in and be like, yeah, you have 30 seconds, go. And, like, right. that's it. But it's impressive. Um, but before he can commit, like, they, they basically – one, here's the thing. Val's still being a dick throughout this all, but whatever. Um before he can commit, Brink wants to know, like, how much it pays, because that's truly the only reason why he's here. He doesn't want to be on the team with Val, but he asks, and they tell him that it pays $200 a week plus equipment and a bonus for winning. And this is when I my ears perked up, because I was like, that sounds like a lot of money for a high schooler on a fucking inline skating team. Um can and I so, say one thing here yes, before please. you? Can I say why I thought it wasn't a lot of money? And then oh, yeah. maybe that will... Okay. So in the very next scene, um, Brink meets the owner of the team. Mm-hmm. And he's like, also an asshole. And he's like, I <laughs> sold $10 million mer- in merchandise because of this team. And I'm like, so you made $10 million in merchandise because of this team. 
but you can only pay them 200 a week. So I thought it wasn't a lot. Mm. So this will be an interesting thing you're about to do here. Yes. So we're going to call this a math bust. <laughs> I don't really know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's one. I'm going to say it's one of our little investigations. So like, here we go. It's time for math busters. Um, so basically, I don't know. Just, just the idea of them getting paid $200 a week just seemed kind of off to me. And I just kind of wanted to see what uh, that was a gauge of, of like the money at the time and like what they potentially might be paid today. And if that was like a realistic number. Um, so I looked up some stuff. So I guess actually this might be a little preemptive because a little later on in the movie, we'll get this like day timeline of Brink and his activities. And like, they give us timestamps of all the things he does throughout the day. Um, so they mark off on like a normal school day. He practices with the X-Blades for like an hour and a half. Um, that was kind of, the, the timeline it gave us. So I tried to predict, you know, how much time he spent skating with the X-Blades per week. So if he's doing it an hour and a half every day of the school week, so that's 1.5 times five, that's seven and a half hours. Plus I like rounded up to 10 hours with some weekend time. Maybe he does a little bit more, maybe does a little less. I don't know. That's an extra two and a half hours there for the weekend. So let's say he skates for 10 hours throughout the week um, with team X-Blades he gets paid $200 a week as well. So that means that he's getting paid $20 an hour, um, which <laughs> let's remind us that we're in 1998. So getting paid $20 <laughs> an hour is pretty good. Um, but I wanted to know how good that was compared to the time. So I looked up the minimum wage of 1998 in the state of California. Um, and the state of California, as of March 1st, 1998, had their minimum wage set at $5.75. Um, wow. Yeah. So he was getting paid almost three and a half times as much of the minimum wage uh, at the time as a high schooler on like an inline skating team. So like just, I don't know, three and a half times as much as the minimum wage seems like a, a lot to me. Yeah. Um, so then I wanted to do some comparison to like today and like how, you know, inline skaters are getting paid today, whatever. Let's just say that that search was not fruitful. Um, I did not come up with a bunch of information, but I found some Reddit posts that I would just like to share some of my findings from. Reliable. reliable. Yes. Uh, it's from r slash rollerblading. Um, nice. So, you know, it's nice. very reliable of like, you know, how, like how much does a, a skater sponsorship, you know, give? Like, I don't know. Just like, is it feasible to like live off a skater sponsorship? All this stuff. And basically the overwhelming answer is absolutely not like <laughs> people do not make money off of the off of being a fucking inline skater um they're like yeah if anything the the best way you can make money nowadays is like having a following on instagram and like being like an influencer in the skating realm otherwise you can like barely wearing thrasher yeah exactly yeah like <laughs> yeah. they're like basically you can't pull off like having any like they're like every person in the skating community has another job that they actually work off of wow. and it's like absolutely not a lucrative place um they're like realistically i would just treat skating as a hobby you can't make a living off of competition money and sponsorship money is sparse as skating is still relatively niche compared to other sports um, wow yeah they're like even like skateboarders make a little bit more than inline skaters but even then it's not that much and they, like you have to do something else like have like a weird like youtube show like just based off sponsorship alone like it it wouldn't um fly so just based on like the content i mean granted obviously maybe skating was cooler 20 years ago than it is now i don't know but it just it's it seemed inflated to me so that was my little investigation into so, the world of inline skating so that's interesting because then they really are paying them a lot of money but then directly in the next scene brink explains the whole scenario to his dad and his dad is like absolutely not you can have a job but not a skating job and so it's like if your kid is actually making that much from it it's crazy that you would say no just because you don't want your kid to do a thing that he enjoys right i just i have a lot about this dad um i hate him yeah but that's okay because despite what his dad says brink decides to do it anyway that's true he does do <laughs> it he does do it anyway. and so he's on the phone with pete and like he tries to tell him mm. that he joined the team but it just doesn't happen and then he's at school the next day with his friends in home ec class and he tries to tell them again and it just doesn't happen and so we get the situation where like he wants them to know but he knows it's going to be really hard to tell them but he hasn't been able to and it's getting to the point where it's like 
too much time has passed that he hasn't told them yet. Yeah. And there's a couple of things here. One of the like stipulations of Brink joining the team was that oh, yeah. uh, he could no longer like beef with Val in person, basically. He's like, yeah, you can't like say shit to me, basically. But then Val is such, he's such a little dick. I hate him. Sorry. <laughs> he purposely like comes to Brink and his friends and like rubs this in their faces like without them even knowing like they don't know that Brink is on the the team and like he just tries to basically like egg them on into like making it a really awkward situation and being a dick to them and then like Brink can't fight back because that was his deal when he like signed onto this team was that he couldn't like be rude to Val but like Val's purposely being rude in front of his friends and so they're like dude like why didn't you like stand up to Val like what are like you know like they're like what's going on and I don't know it just made me so mad I was like you literally don't have to do this you're such a dick and I hate you um right and then right so and then on top of all that we cut to a scene where um Brink is like training with them or whatever and he like does this whole run and he's exhausted and all the kids are like wow that was amazing and Val's like do it again do it and he looks at him with crazy eyes and this is where i thought like this dude could murder people like the way he's looking (laughs) and he's like do it again and the satisfaction he gets from somebody doing the thing that he told them to do that's so true sociopathic yeah and he says something along the lines of like yeah like bark puppy or something like that like right like oh yeah yeah Yeah. he yeah i hate him Ugh. yeah okay but all is okay because the very next scene is our favorite thing from DCOMs, which is you love a good montage. You love a good montage. <laughs> and this is what you were talking about in your math bus, which is now we're showing Brink being stretched thin between two teams. His dad basically forcing him to get this job grooming puppies <laughs> or dogs or whatever. Um, school, homework, sleep, right? And so he is just like stretched totally thin. Yep. But he is still getting, like, a pretty decent eight hours of sleep. I'm just going to throw that in there. Um, That's true. He, he went to bed at, like, nine or ten and woke up at, like, seven or something. So, like, he's still getting his hours in. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I do have to add mm-hmm. one more thing. Yes. Which is when the dad tells him the dog, the job is grooming dogs, oh, yeah. Brink's like, <laughs> wait. Brink's like, I don't know anything about animals. And the dad's like, you babysit your sister Katie, <laughs> yes. right? Yes. Like, he equated his you, daughter sir? to an to animal. <laughs> I hate I him. I was gonna say that too. I can't. Yeah. Oh my god. I the, but whatever. Ridiculous guy. Yeah. So far, no redeeming qualities on the deck. None. No. Like thus far, no. just nothing. none. <laughs> so Brink's biggest issue right now is that for X Blades, he needs to skate in the Invitational, but his friend team is also training for the Invitational, right? So yes. we get to the day of the Invitational. Obviously, he can't do both. Nope. So he pretends to be sick and he has Pete come over and he like has a heating pad on him. So he has a fever and like <laughs> sprays his face. So it looks like he's in a sweat and he's yeah. like pretending to cough or whatever. Um, and basically he convinces Pete like, oh, because I can't compete. Like, don't even go watch it. Like, just go session. Like mm-hmm. the invitational is just, you know, to see who's there. So like skip that. And seems like it's going to work that he's going to be able to go skate for X-Blades and his yeah. friends won't even know it. But uh they that doesn't work out basically they're at their session and um i think it was gabriella who was just like we should like go check out our competition like why are we here and they're like oh bring told us to session she's like great we can session after like (laughs) we have enough time in our day like let's go to the competition and watch um and then flashback to the competition uh plot twist val's being a dick um literally he says and i quote i've been carrying your sorry butts all day and i'm about ready to drop all three of you like what the fuck like why does anybody put up with this guy he fucking sucks um so anyway as the friends get there who's skating of course but brink in his all his x-blades gear and i really i was so glad that in this moment it didn't take them more than 10 seconds to figure out that was their friend yeah i was gonna say if it took them any longer than that i was gonna be so mad i was like you skate with this kid every day how do you not know what he looks like because he's wearing fucking sunglasses but no (laughs) as soon as they got there gabriella was like like, because uh, Brink had tried to pretend that he, like, the new kid on the team was, like, Korean. Korean, yeah, he's or something. Like and Jordy's like, he's not Korean. And she's like, yeah, he's not. Like, because, like, <laughs> it's so clear that it is uh, their friend Brink. So, right. and so Brink, like, finishes his run. He gets his score. He wins for Team X-Blades, but then mm-hmm. his friends are there. And they're so, so upset, rightfully so. They, like, attack him. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. they're like, bum rushing, and they, like, together. storm off. 
Yeah. And it's and Brink is upset too, and like he tries to follow them, and like Val tries to be a dick about it, obviously. <laughs> um, but you could tell that like Brink cares, obviously, that his friends are mad at him, and he like tries to explain, and it just doesn't go well. Um, so I think we next see them, and they're like eating lunch together, the the three friends basically, and they're trying to brainstorm. Like, okay, we don't have Brink. Like, who can we have on our team now? Um, and they're trying to like brainstorm people, and that's when like Brink comes up to them, and again he tries to like apologize, and they just get up and leave. So they're just like absolutely not having him. Um, poor guy. So he was like, I quit the team, I quit the team, but they're like, yeah, we don't care, fuck off, basically. And then he turns around and Val is there. Why, why course, is he always here? Like, Val, go away. And he's like, you want to know the difference between me and your friends? He's like, you quit on both of us, but I'll take you back. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like, me? okay. <laughs> like, is that a good thing? I don't know. Um, anyway. Oh, yeah. Basically, he, he's just depressed now. He's just upset. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's getting really sad. And you, like, Does. don't see him, like, show any other emotion besides happy throughout the whole movie so yeah was, like this was depressing and now the dad so now is he's... upset that sorry yeah. the dad's oh, like yeah. nobody's yeah. that unhappy all the time yeah. like yeah. bro you were mad when he was happy you're mad when he's unhappy like what do you want from him and then the mom is like you should go talk to him and he's like me talk to my son <laughs> like yeah like, concept <laughs> like okay so the dad goes to talk to brink and surprisingly it doesn't go well um and he like basically says that he thinks of parenting as like like it's his job description to like talk to his son and know what's wrong like or how about you could just care about him yeah so this doesn't true. go swimmingly um it's not the dad's know. worst moment but it no. doesn't go great he, he doesn't like, really get any information yeah he like he opens does, the door yeah he says nice. like he's there if he wants to talk though so i thought that was like a little decent on his part yeah, yeah he does something <laughs> So we cut now. <laughs> we cut to Brink with the X-Blades team, and they are looking at the downhill course for the competition, which basically is, like, if they make it to the top two, they'll race this course. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Val's, I mean, Brink's friends show up, and they're like, we want to, you know, look at it. And Val's like, no, like, we're here. Val. Um Sorry, yeah. I just again. I want to paint the worst picture of Val. Oh. He tells Gabriella to go back, go to, back Mexico to Mexico when it's oh, yeah, that clear that she happen. is Peruvian, and I just fucking I hate him. I hate him. Right. Hate so him. Val's like, no, you can't stay here, and he's like, and if you don't like it here, go back to Mexico. Um, and I honestly, if I was her, would have been way more upset. But um, she's like, I'm from Peru, you moron. Yeah. Like, she's just like, you're so. Stupid. so dumb yeah that um, but anyway they decide in, in classic val val fashion that they're gonna race to see who can use the path of course um and val like whispers to brink right before the race because brink and um, gabby are gonna race he whispers on the turn cut to the inside because there's like some obstacle or cut to the outside because yeah. there's some obstacle on the inside and brink's like what you never go to the inside in a turn and he's like sorry i'm <laughs> not making sense he's like you never go to the outside during yes. a turn and he's like just do it go to the outside so they start racing and they're doing an excellent job gabby and brink are neck and neck mm-hmm. and then we cut to val making his way down the hill and he throws some pebbles on the inside of the turn now dick. anyone who's ever ridden a skateboard before knows <laughs> that any little piece of gravel will send you flying it is true <laughs> Like anything in the road is detrimental to your life. Yep. So it's clearly the same when you're inline skating. Um, right. And again, Val just has no care for anybody. So Gabriella and Brink are coming down the hill. Um, and Brink tries to tell Gabby to like stay to the outside. He's like, don't go on the inside. And she's like, yeah, of course. Like, and again, she's like not going to believe him because she's mad at him. Doesn't she thinks, him. yeah. Um, and he tries to warn her, but obviously she doesn't listen and she fucking skates over the gravel and wipes the fuck out. Like she goes down hard, tumbling for hours, right. it seems. <laughs> to right. And so she's, she's all scraped up. And then of course, in his classic fashion, Brink stops and goes mm-hmm. back and is like, are you okay? Um, and you know, she's clearly very hurt. The two other friends, are really mad at Brink. They're like, this is all your fault. Like, why did we even have to race for this? Yeah. Um, and Brink's, like, really upset. And at this moment, I was like, okay, 
I don't like condone violence, but absolutely 100% someone should have punched Val in the face here. Yes, <laughs> like, absolutely. Like, I'm so upset that no one wanted to punch him in the face. Right. So we cut to later that evening and Brink is going over to Gabby's house to like check on her and the two other friends are leaving and they're like really mad at him. And he's like, you know, how is she? And they're like, well, you know, nothing's broken. She's going to be okay. But like, you know, she's really beat up. And uh, he knocks on the door. Her house number is 515, which is my classroom number. Ooh. <laughs> and yeah. And uh, the mom is like, oh, Brink, like I didn't expect you, obviously. Um, and so he goes to Gabby's room and she's just not in good shape. No, she's lying there. She's all bandaged up. And he tries to explain himself and he's just like, you know, like my family really needed the money. And then she's like, well, Brink, we all need the money. And I was like, ooh, okay. Right. That's a and point. he says, yeah, I didn't point, think but... anyone would get hurt. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I should have thought about your actions. I guess. But like that also, like it was Val who fucking did that because he's a piece of shit. Yeah, but <laughs> he should have known that Val was going to sabotage. That's true at this point. Like at this point, you can't trust well. Yeah. Um. So what happens next? He goes home, and we have Dad heart to heart round two. Oh yes, <laughs> this one was amazing because Brink's crying voice sounds like he got kicked in the throat. Um. With and then also has laryngitis. Oh my god! I don't feel That's like I didn't he's realize crying, that. Didn't he's either. like. He's like, but dad, I just, I, oh. that's what he sounds like. Oh. Am I wrong? I Am guess I wrong? not. I like, don't remember it. I could, I was like, is, is this intentional acting or like, <laughs> did he get kicked in the throat? I wasn't sure. That's so funny. Um, we do learn some stuff here though. Basically we do learn that Brink, like not only wanted to do it for the money, but like he kind of wanted the fame as well a little yeah. bit. He, like, wanted his photos in those magazines. He wanted to be recognized as, like, one of the top skaters. So, like, you know, there was a little bit of selfishness in it. But, like, I, I do think that at the core, he wanted to help his family, you know? And then we get this, like, I don't know. I, I didn't feel like this was fully fitting, this conversation, but it seemed to have worked. The dad get basically, like, tells him that, like, you shouldn't define yourself by your job title. Like, you shouldn't. Oh, yeah, that, like, kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, which, it. like. <laughs> I'm I'm totally behind the sentiment. It's yeah. very anti-capitalist and I love it. Like <laughs> go off, but like it I felt like that wasn't like the point of the conversation. Like I don't know. Well, also dad ends the conversation with saying, "You are Andy Brinker. You are a good son and you are a good friend." And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like I just didn't get it at all. But whatever. <laughs> I don't know. But dad he tried. He tried, okay? He did try. And they had and they they joked. They're like, "Oh, guess we had a real conversation. Like we were able to do it." Oh yeah. yeah. So, so I so think based on yeah. based on this combo, Andy decides that he is going to quit X-Blades. So he shows up to where the team is like eating pizza or whatever, and he throws his skates onto the pizza. A flex. And he's like, "I quit. I quit." And Val starts being a jerk and saying all this stuff to him. And he picks up a shake and he throws it into Val's face, which Love necessary, very, very necessary. Very. Wait, there's this, there's this like a uh, point where they talk about their milkshakes and uh, I forget like who was offering him the milkshake or something, but he was like, uh, did you get strawberry? And then he was like, so offended, like strawberry. Oh, yeah. No, I got chocolate. <laughs> so, like, literally I was like, fellas, is it gay to drink strawberry milkshakes? <laughs> like, what am I missing here? Like, cause it's pink. I don't get it. <laughs> oh my god. He would not be caught dead with a strawberry milkshake. Never. Oh never. <laughs> never. Um, so he goes, basically he goes straight to his, or not, actually, he must have done things in between this time. But the next scene is he yeah. goes to his friends who are sessioning. And he, like, bought them all new equipment. Um, and he, like, got an advance pay at his, like, dog grooming job and stuff. Yep. And he got them, like, sponsored t-shirts from the dog grooming place. Pup and suds. Pup and suds, <laughs> yes. But also, like, he says he got four months advance pay from the dog groomer for the skates. Like, why didn't you give that to your family when you had, like, <laughs> you knew that was the thing? Why did right. you do that beforehand? I don't know. That's so true. I did not think of that. <laughs> I didn't so think funny. of that either. 
That's so good. I also, for a second here, I was like a little bit questioning his intentions. And I was like, is he trying to like buy back their friendship? But he gives him the stuff and then he attempts to leave. Like he didn't want to rejoin the team. He didn't like want to like have here thanks. He's like, okay, like this is for you. I'm going to leave now. Bye. And then that's when they're like, oh no, wait, like come back. Like he wasn't trying to get back on the team or anything. And I felt like, okay, that made me feel like it was like more with good intentions than him being like, so can I be on the team, you know? Right. Um, but they invite him back anyway because they obviously need a fourth and they're like, yeah, come, you know, be on our team for like the final competition or whatever. Right. And they do. And, and so we go to the competition. Which is apparently the top 10 teams in the nation according and to they like, were somehow one of them right this team that doesn't isn't even a full team <laughs> yeah just like the soul skaters are the top 10 and they i don't know didn't make sense i didn't me. question it don't worry about it just <laughs> let it go pops and suds pops all and right suds. so they get to the competition and we kind of montage through it a little bit so yes. gabby goes she kills it on her run brink goes he falls and i'm like hey mm. that's fine because this is just a sign that he's gonna redeem himself later true we montage to people from all different teams skating and getting scores don't understand where these scores come from not a clue. i guess it's like don't gymnastics know. scoring where it's like 14.87631 you're like yes exactly <laughs> like precisely that's what you earned but uh, yeah. it seems like they might be out of 100 but like it's not entirely clear if they're out of 100 it looks it seems like it's out of 100 <laughs> yeah out of 100. because they like cheer at a 97 <laughs> yeah. So. yeah yeah um also um, during this montage yes. we cut to his uh dad who like is not at the competition at first because he had to get called into work um but we eventually find out he does show up at the, at the competition and his dad got his job back which was something Woo! that we were like not sure about throughout the entire movie is he going to get laid off blah, blah blah but his dad got his job back so things are just looking up we love it yes and so we right after the dad gets there they realize that they are in fourth place, but they need to be in at least second to make it to the downhill section. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pete is up next. And so it's kind of up to Pete to like move their spot up. And in Pete's run, he has been attempting this 540, basically the whole movie, <laughs> multiple times. And he nails it. It's the first time he actually makes it. And so it's going to be Pup and Suds versus X-Blades um, in the downhill. Fucking crazy. And also, unsurprisingly Val versus Brink yeah uh, but the, I would also like to point out that the only reason they made it up into the top two also is because another team fucked up like oh, <laughs> right yes. some kid fell in addition hurt. to that yeah so like right, right. yes Peter had to get that 540 but also another person fell which was like ooh. You, but whatever right, they right. did it um yeah so we're at the we're at the final competition it's the the downhill it is the race between the two of them and Basically, they have, like, these cameras that, like, follow them for most of the the run, but there are, like, some blind spots in, in this right. Um So, not surprisingly, in the blind spots, Val starts to play dirty. He, like, bumps into Brink to try to make him fall and is successful a few times. Mm-hmm. But then Brink does the same thing that happened in Motocross, which is he anticipates that Val is going to try to like bump into him or whatever. So he like swerves the other way so that Val ends up being the one to fall. He and I'm does. like, uh, bring him back to motocross. Wow. Um, and so Val ends up falling and like really eating, eating shit. But like because knows. Brink is the person that he is, even though he could have won the race, he goes back to like help him up. And he's like, dude, are you okay? And Val's like, you stupid moron. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's essentially what he says. <laughs> Pretty like, much. Pulls him down, gets up, and starts running, sprinting on his skates to the yep. line. But at this moment, there are cameras watching. So like right. all the, the other times, back. yeah, they he was the, doing yeah, it in the, the cameras spots. couldn't get all the other times, but this time, yeah, they yeah. And him. I don't think Val realized that. I don't think Definitely. so either, especially because they were kind of like off course at that point. They had like flown into fucking the right. gate or whatever. Um, here's another thing though: is that as Brink comes up and like gets back into the race. He like absolutely takes like an alley shortcut, and I'm like, is this a laugh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Like, is that it's valid? Like, but like, sure. Cheating. Yeah. Right. So anyway, they're like, it's like right down to the end. They're racing. They're sprinting as fast as they can on inline skates, which sounds dangerous, honestly. Um, and just by like a hair, Brink takes it. He, he does wins it, it by a he hair. And, and they're all celebrating. They're so happy or whatever. And then the X-Blades, like, owner comes up um, and wants him to be the captain <laughs> of the X-Blades team. And Brink's like, 
No, because when I was on X Blades, it wasn't fun. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't fun. fun. And that's how the movie ends with Soul <laughs> Skaters for Life. Pretty much, yes. I did think it was nice that like the X Blades kids came up and like apologized to Brink. They're like, hey, Val sucks. We're sorry. Um, right. Which was nice. But yeah, but hooray. They won. Everyone's happy. All right, for Val. Movie thoughts. Who wants to start? All right, my post-movie thoughts are pretty short. So I said it's actually unbelievable how much I despise multiple characters in the movie, Dad and Val. But I enjoyed it so much, even with that. I think I'd love to hate them. Tricks were cool to watch. You love an extreme sports decom. And it was feel-good at the end, like when his friends take him back and like the underdogs took it all or whatever. So I felt like I needed the movie and I loved it. I'm so glad that you loved it on your first watch. Oh, my God. Um, I said this is still absolutely one of my favorites, hands down. Um, I stand with my claim that I think it was a Disney blueprint for many of DCOMs to come. You know, it had its own flair and originality, but, like, it had the same formula that seemed to be followed. Um, I also loved, like, the concept of Gabriella's character, that she was, like, doing, like, a boy thing. But, like, she always made it very clear that she was, like, a girl and, in fact, like, wasn't trying to be a boy, but she was a girl. Um... And just like, I don't know, I love the friendships. They were just like super sweet. Like Jordy was always super sweet. And like, I don't know, Peter, his bro. Val was a cruel, cruel boy. And I'm glad that pretty much everyone hated him at the end. (laughs) (laughs) He was. I hated him. I didn't. I couldn't stand him. Okay. So I was so excited. It actually held up. It wasn't as cringy as I thought. It was like a very palatable amount of like weird cliche but also like the tricks and the editing if they were stuntmen or whatever it was actually really good I, mm-hmm, I like, mm-hmm. you know I thought it was like cool to watch and I was just um I like the message of being true to your friends and being true to yourself and like you know just doing what you love to do but I also thought that like the shaming of like wanting to sell out like no get your bag what are you doing <laughs> right <laughs> yes that is true yeah <laughs> you can get paid doing what you love absolutely love you it. love to see it yeah. you do <laughs> i love it also i love christina vidal that's yes all. yes christina she's vidal. not doing that much she's been in like random shows i looked at her imdb um but she's not doing that much Dang. gonna go down anyway Folks, you know where to find us. You can find us on Instagram at Disney plus or minus all spelled out. You can find us on Twitter at Disney plus or underscore. You can leave us a voice memo and your thoughts at anger.fm slash Disney plus or minus. We love to hear it and be sure to rate, review and subscribe. Thanks for having Bye. me guys. Of course. Thanks, thanks so for being much. Our guest. Yeah, your so insight fun. was everything on this one because I had no knowledge of it. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Loved it. Bye. Bye. Bye.